Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland. And our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, Perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy because God truth will set you free. John 8:32. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong. Hello and welcome to the Policy Zone. This is Phil Armstrong, and for a few minutes we're going to be talking about Bible prophecy. I sure do hope y'all had a good 4th of July. Uh, I hope it was full of peace and appreciation for this country that we live in, which happens to be one of the greatest countries to ever exist because it gave people freedom freedom to obey the law. <laughs> say, no, that's not freedom. Yes, it is. It's freedom. It's freedom to uh, express yourself in public as long as you don't violate the law. Once you violate the law, it's no longer freedom of speech. It is a now a prison sentence. So in other words, I can't go express myself by robbing a bank. But what I can do is express myself for civil rights for my fellow man. Now, civil rights is the rights that have been given to us by our creator. We're healthy people, so therefore you can express your health. If you're in a wheelchair, you can express that. If you're deaf, you can still have the freedom to live in the country, it does not prohibit you because you are you have a uh, an element in your body. Uh, we have the right to uh, go to a hospital and say I need to be um, serviced. Of course, you have to pay for it. But um, this country has given us the chance to start our own businesses, to go to college, to to dream the impossible dream. Uh, but now uh, 
it's all beginning to vanish. It also given us the right to uh, go to church and feel safe at church. Because somebody's going to come in there and blow your brains out. But see, if churches had guns on hand, we wouldn't have that problem, would we? If it, a guns on hand would be called a deterrent. I deter you from coming into my church because I might just blow your brains out. But we we don't like to have to do that. To do that, and I don't want nobody breaking into my house, especially with the current laws that we have, because I can end up the one going to jail. Hypocrisy at its best. But uh, the Supreme Court passed a bill saying that same-sex people can get married. Now, if you haven't seen the uh, video of the people in Taiwan, I think it was, who was at a parade or a rally, for same-sex marriage, I guess they were celebrating the the so-called victory on their side for same-sex marriages, and they had fireworks that was color of rainbow, and they came down like fire and burnt people really bad. Now, for anyone who was watching that. I want you to think about one thing. I don't know how many people died out there. I think one person died, maybe two or three by now. But isn't it ironic that it was four or five hundred some people in the audience, only one person died, two people? I can't say only. I feel regretful for that person. But God's mercy still kept them alive so they can repent. But. Just like the book of Jeremiah says and Isaiah, sooner or later, time is going to run out. You can no longer repent, or at least this side of the rapture of the church. See, folks, the rapture of the church is in the Bible. It is biblical. I cannot, however, show you something you don't want to see. I can show you right now in Luke 21 where it talks about the last days. It talks about we should see signs in the sun, moon, and the stars on earth, distress the nation with perplexity, the seas and the waves roaring. It talks about men's hearts failing them for fear. It says, and it talks about it in verse 29 behold the fig tree and all this stuff. And then it gets to Verse 34 of Luke 21 says, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and the cares of this life, but they will be over, take you as a thief. And I'm going to get back to that too, because that's important. But it goes down in verse 36. It says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things. What things? Two seconds of the tribulation period or seven years of the tribulation period for your posters. You, so you're, you're praying to escape three seconds of the tribulation. So in other words, you're going to go back up and pop back down. 
that's the answer right there. But see, people don't, don't they're not going to take that as an answer because everybody's scholars. We, the knowledge should increase to and fro. So I want 50,000 scriptures to back it up. But we posters can't give you no scriptures. We just give you silly thoughts. Oh, how dare you think God is going to keep you out of this time of trust. And we're going to have to go to tribulation because we're not good enough to get to heaven yet. Forget what Jesus did on the cross. But it says to the church of Philadelphia, you have kept the word of my patience. I shall also keep you out of the time of testing that is coming upon the whole world to try those who are on the face of the earth. It is a test. He's not tempting you. It's a test. It's not like the devil. He's not like God doesn't tempt people. This is not a game, folks. It's not trying to see how tough you are so you can make it to the tr- – or if you can make it. It's a race. It's a race, but most of the time, God is picking you up and carrying you through that race. They want to see how big and bad you are to make it to the tribulation period. Go for, go ahead, brother. You want to make it to the tribulation period, get my head chopped off, put my own head on the wall, and stuff it. I'm just being sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry. I apologize. That was That was kind of ugly. But I'm just saying to y'all, don't sit down here holding on to this world. I want to go through the tribulation period. Are you serious? I wasn't even going to say that for the show. But are you serious? The word of church is not mentioned 19 times. It's mentioned 19 times the first three chapters. No longer mentioned anymore. It's the saints, those who got saved during the tribulation period by the 144,000 Jews, one angel flying through, maybe two, I don't know, flying through the sky, and the two witnesses. Get over yourself. You're not going to sit here in the tribulation period and be a superstar. If that's what you want to do, have fun. That I'm not going to cast my pearls before swine again, trying to get you, convince you of a patriot rapture. That's not my end time. That's not what I'm here for anymore. That's what any of you, none of you are here for anymore, to convince another so-called Christian that there is a rapture of the church. Just assume they should know. And if they don't know, I hope they don't get left behind because of that. So anyway, uh, I want to play. Oh, I want to play anonymous. Just a warning. I'll tell you with a grain of salt, but it's a pretty good warning. The reason why I'm playing anonymous is because it's a pretty short thing, and sometimes it's better to hear from another voice, a weirder voice. Actually, no. Actually, I'm gonna play the uh, lady is talking about J. Ham, talking about the state of Texas and how the Russians are sitting outside of the Gulf of Mexico waiting to come in to to fight with Rus uh, fight with Texas to secure their independence. Uh, the order to coast of Texas for liberation exercises. This is an article by Sorcha Fall, June twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. The Ministry of Defense is reporting today that President Putin has ordered an atomic weapon-equipped naval strike force comprised of Black Sea and Northern Fleet naval forces to immediately embark to the Gulf of Mexico for what intelligent experts note will be a liberation exercise designed to protect the lives 
and property of Texan citizens should they declare their independence from Obama regime ruled oligarchy that was once known as the United States of America. According to this report, this powerful armada will be led by the guided missile cruiser, the Moskva, dubbed a carrier killer by NATO, which will be accompanied by the Pitlivy escort ship, it's a frigate, and the Shakhtior rescue vessel, it's a tug, all three belonging to the Black Sea Fleet. Joining these three Black Sea Fleet vessels for this mission, this report continues, will be the Northern Fleet's K-410 Smolensk cruise missile submarine, the K-317 Pantera electronic warfare nuclear attack submarine, and both the B-138 Obnisk and B-388 Petrozavodsk nuclear attack submarines all of whom will be stationed outside of the maritime borders of the U.S. in both the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico within striking distance of Texas. So it seems like they're going to be sitting in the international waters of the Atlantic and the Gulf of Mexico outside of Texas. Interesting to note about this naval armada is that it includes the Shaki Tior Rescue Vessel, which specializes in submarine rescue operations and has a group of medics with special equipment for prompt assistance to rescue submarine crews whose vessel may have been attacked and possibly sunk, thus indicating by its presence this scenario is likely to occur. Note, under international laws of warfare, it is a crime to attack submarine rescue vessels. Equally ominous to note in this report is it further stating that this naval armada also contains a naval Spetsnaz brigade. Spetsnaz, from what I understand, is like uh, their uh, Navy SEALs, their special forces. The naval Spetsnaz brigade from the Black Sea Fleet that is at wartime strength has nearly 1,300 specialized, highly specialized fighters capable of deploying in about 100 teams who are prepared and trained for insurgency operations against enemy forces in hostile terrain. Ministry of Defense experts in this report further state that this naval armada's deployment is a continuation of the Federation's plans for a nuclear first strike against communist-controlled regions existing within the United States now being made in order to save that nation from itself by decapitating its elite ruling class. And as we have reported in, on in our 19th of June report, Russia plans atomic first strike as false flag racial massacres pushes America to brink of insanity. Raising the fear that this naval armada may very well have to be thrust like a spear into the defense of Texas and its citizens, this report warns are the continued war provocations against this state by the Obama regime whose unprecedented and massive unconventional warfare plan called Jade Helm, 
scheduled to begin on 15th of July is but a prelude to martial law being established not only there but all across America. As to why the Obama regime wants or needs to destroy Texas, this report explains, is due to a new law passed in the state that orders the repatriation of the $1 billion in gold bullion held by the Obama regime at the Federal Reserve in New York. And enraging the Obama regime even more against Texas, this report says, are the continued statements of independence being voiced by its lawmakers, including Congressman Giovanni Capriglioni, who stated about this new law, quote, we want to show off our strength and resilience. This is to be able to say, hey, listen, Texas is unique, it's stable, it's strong, and we can show that by letting other states and individuals know that, yes, Texas has a billion dollars worth of gold. Does your state have a billion dollars worth of gold? End quote. Unbeknownst, apparently to this Texas congressman, this report further warns, is that the Obama regime will never allow any U.S. state to hold gold holdings as it threatens their very existence. Like the Qaddafi regime of Libya did in 2011, when it announced that payments for its oil could only be made with gold-backed dinars, a single African currency made from gold, and it was promptly and completely destroyed. With new polling showing that fully 44% of Texans, Texas citizens now believe that the Obama regime intends to attack them and impose martial law, this Ministry of Defense report continues, the evidence continues to mount that this is exactly what is going to happen. Aside from signing from thousands of reports within the U.S. of massive military movements against Texas and other states occurring, Ministry of Defense intelligence experts in this report state, more recent evidence has been uncovered proving that Obama has issued 19 new secret orders he has kept from both the American people and the U.S. Congress that vastly expand his dictatorial powers. In the Obama regime knowing and fearing that the Federation will indeed come to the defense of Texas, this report continues, the U.S. mainstream media, media, ACA, lapdogs, have already begun their propaganda campaign against it, which includes a political a news service called article titled Putin's Plot to Get Texas to Secede, which in part says, quote, Nathan Smith, who styles himself the foreign minister for the Texas Nationalist Movement, appeared last spring at a far-right confab in St. Petersburg, Russia. Despite roaming around in his cowboy hat, Smith managed to keep a low-key presence at the conference, which was dominated by fascists and neo-Nazis railing against Western decadence. But at least one Russian newspaper, Zbigniad, caught up with the American, noted that TNM is hardly a marginal group and quoted Smith liberally on the excellent prospects for a partial breakup of the United States. Okay, I'm going to stop it there. Uh, possibly a invasion of Texas from the Russians 
uh, is a possibility. We saw it on Ray Dom, but that's just television. But eventually, the stuff that's on television, if it ain't too science fiction, eventually it's going to come hunting and knocking at our door. Um, J.M. is a uh, exercise that will be ran between July 15th and September 15th of 2015. And the reason why many people believe that this drill can hold significant importance in American history is because uh, it, some people are saying it's a martial law drill. You know, most drills that the, Americans hold, um, the American government hold come live, for instance, 9-11. And people have been over that just as much as they've been over the JFK assassination. And guess what? We've come to find out the JFK assassination was more than one gunman. Matter of fact, it was a team of shooters. There's big-time proof that um, uh, 9-11 was an inside job. Look, folks, by the time you need proof that cigarettes cause cancer or alcohol can kill your liver, that's what happened to those people who do those things. They smoke and they end up with lung cancer, or they drink and they end up with with uh, liver cancer or liver disease. Not everyone who smokes and not everyone who drinks ends up with liver disease, but the chances are greater. So... When we say, for instance, um, you know, if you drive the car too fast on the icy road, you can end up hitting a tree. Am I being alarmist? No, I'm not being alarmist. I'm just telling you a, a, a given fact. It's been proven. Even the laws of gravity and the laws of dynamics will tell you if you're driving on the icy road and you're drunk, and you're driving too fast, you can end up killing you or somebody else. So when I say that 9-11 was an inside job, eventually you can say, well, prove it. Prove it, prove it, prove it, prove it, prove it. I'm not going to sit up here and prove that 9-11 was an inside job. You go prove it. Just like I say, if you smoke too many cigarettes, don't go smoke cigarettes just to prove yourself. Go to go search it for yourself. Go search, search the statistics. It's not good for you, even when you're trying to run up the stairs. Now I got some guy, guys in the army that can run circles around me, and they they smoked. But eventually, the older you get, the more it's going to catch up with you if you keep doing it. So that's why many people are trying to quit smoking. But anyway, um, Greece voted no on a referendum to borrow more money from the uh, European uh, Union. And now Greece is saying, okay, we want our independence. (coughs) In other words, we want to, they're not really saying this, but technically they're saying it with the vote no. This is going to be total chaos. This is coming to us, coming to the United States. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Uh, the economies of the world are going to crash. Now, uh, many of y'all are familiar with Jonathan Kahn, and he uh, did a book on the Smita. 
I got that book here. I've read it. And what he's saying is that God has put a clock almost on the earth. It's the number seven. And um, every seven years, there is a reset. It could be economy, it can be the weather, it can be business cycles, it can be it can be the growth of your hair. I'm just joking. But um, if you back up from 2015 to 2008, you're going to see a market correction. If you back up to 2001, market correction. Ninety-four, you had a bond market correction, and I want to bring up ninety-four too because. Um, David Wilkerson had a, a, a prophecy, and that was on the Smita. I also had a dream on the Smita. That was the only big major dream. I've had dreams before, but that's the biggest major dream I've had. And um, Actually, I was homeless at that time, and uh, I joined Job Corps, and I, I, I can't remember exactly where I was, but I had a dream. I was sleeping outside, believe it or not, a sleeping bag and everything. Anyway, um, make a long story short, I dreamed Daniel chapter 2. And I dreamed, I, at that time I had sleep apnea. And in the dream, it was so real. I was shaking. I was having a convulsion. And it looked like uh, when, the, when the rock smote the image, and I asked God when I woke up, what does that mean? And he said, climax. He said, you'll be here at the time of the end. And here I am. Somebody on one of the pages, Facebook pages, asked, well, what makes this different from way back then or, or a couple of years ago, three or four years ago? Well, the Bible um, says, well, I, think it's, I think it's Paul who is saying we're much more closer than when we first believed. So in other words, if that individual person is talking about 2012, well, it's 2015 going on 16, so we're much more closer to Christ's return. Now, there's evidence of the increase in activity and increase in iniquity. And let me read you all something if I can find it. I got so many streams open that I, I, I'm probably going to have some trouble. I'm going to play a um, couple of videos for y'all. But anyway, let me, let me play, let me, let me uh, talk about this for a second. It's a rabbi. Um, his last name is Kenefsky. I, I wanted to make sure that sound in Israeli. Uh, he's a leading authority in the mainstream ultra-Orthodox Judaism. He has been given clear and unequivocal equitable messages recently that the coming of the Messiah is imminent. He is urging Jews to make an aliyah as soon as possible. That's a return to the, um, it says to grow up, but it's a return to Israel. And remember, in the last days, people are going to be making a return to Israel. And he's saying that this is going to happen Soon. Now, let me quickly talk about eminence. I am a person who believes in eminence. And don't fuss at me. Please don't send me any nasty emails, especially you people who claim to be Christians. I'm just telling my opinion. If you hold me that much in dire, I, I really appreciate it. If, you, if I can get you that mad. But here, this is what I'm saying. Listen, listen, please. 
I believe in eminence. In other words, from generation to generation, I think God wanted us to believe that the rapture can happen at any moment. And that is very healthy. That's my belief. However, when we get to heaven, and that's reserved for then, not now, for then, we're going to find out that the time of Jacob's trouble was authorized for the Jewish people and the rest of the world, but mainly for the people of God, for the Jewish people. Now, after uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39, he says, the world will soon know that I am God. With that being said, when the 144,000 Jews come and people start turn, and the Jewish people start turning to God, they're going to understand that Rosh Hashanah was the day and hour that no man knoweth. In other words, for the church, it was imminent. For the Jewish people to point back to the, the church, God was telling them something when he was talking to the disciples in Matthew 24. He was saying, no man knows the day and hour. In actuality, no man knows the day and hour. You, you're going to tell me you know. Even if, it, even if you knew the day, you wouldn't know the hour. I, my hour is different from yours. So in other words, what I'm telling you is I believe in imminence. So if somebody to come and preach and say Jesus can come back and in February, Jesus can come back at any time. I'm going to say yes. However, however, I would also say it's probably going to be Rosh Hashanah. Am I wrong? Am I a false prophet? What year? I don't know. That's the beauty of Bible prophecy. You can have a couple of men sitting around a table, a couple of ladies and men sitting around a Bible study talking about Bible prophecy. It's fun. As long as I don't change the basic tenets of Christianity, have at it. Just don't be making dates that's not going to come past. Am I saying it's a certain date? I'm saying this. I'm saying get ready. He can come back at any moment. <laughs> so with that being said, we are in some strange times. Now, there's some individuals uh, who have talked on various shows, Alex Jones or whatever, and these individuals have all come in line to say that Gerald Salente is one of them. Lindsey Williams is another. I keep going. There's plenty of them. Uh, Ron Paul. It's, but it's plenty more than that. I'm just, right now I'm doing a show, so I'm not trying to go into all of them. But um, Gerald Salente says the, the great global panic is, but, is go uh, sorry, I'm butchering that. The great global panic is on, but this is going to shock the world. Um, can it say any more? Um, I, I suggest everybody at least prepare for a couple of months, for even a month, for the church. Prepare for at least a month. Who knows if this thing is starting August or what? So you, you just said you, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I believe that the church will be taken out of here. I just don't know particularly 100% what day and hour. I'm I'm thinking Rosh Hashanah this year. If it's not this year, it's next year. If it's not next, the next year, it's the next year. But my best guess from what I see, it's now. 
holding buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be very interesting. Um, before I get back to more Bible prophecy, which is this is still Bible prophecy too, but um, Kirk Cameron uh, did an article and he was saying that that we need to get the plank out of our own eyes, and and there are many adulterers and fornicators in the church, <laughs> which I tend to agree. I tend to agree with what he's saying. Definitely agree. Um, a lot of people are too busy saying how dare the homosexuals even breathe, while there are people in the church to, who are cheating on their wives with somebody in the church. There's people even fornicating. Uh, there's young people. There's old people. Even if you're fantasizing, you're still you're still on, out of the will of God. So it says Christians should clean up their own act before condemning gay marriage, said actor uh, Kirk Cameron, who was visiting Alabama to lead a marriage seminar. When people get too focused on redefining marriage, you're distracted from the big picture, fornication, adultery, which a sin is a sin is a sin. I think um, there are certain sins that are more defiled than others. However, you can still end up in hell by fornicating and committing adultery and idolatry, putting your football team before God, putting a car before God. God is coming back. Jesus is coming back. And we have to get cleaned up. Um, Like I said before, there there are many signs. to the individual who asked me, there are many signs out there. Um, not just the, not just the signs that are coming straight at you, but there are many signs. I mean, and we're going to cover some of that still in the show to come. Now, now the IDF appointed special team to plan Iran strike. <laughs> Now, what are they doing with this um, this Iran nuclear talks? Well, I was just watching the news earlier today, and and uh, John Kerry said he's gonna forget about it pretty soon. I mean, you guys, we made too many concessions. That's what he's saying. We made too many concessions, and so guess what? We might just leave y'all hanging, so so Israel can knock y'all butt out. Now, remember. Uh, Russia just sold Iran, gave them to them, or sold sold Iran these missiles, these 300 S missiles, to combat anyone coming over to try to blow up their uh, nuclear facilities. Now, those same very facilities, they're saying that, hey, we're not going to allow anyone to check these facilities. And that's coming from the higher echelons. Remember, um, um, the, uh, man, what is his name? Uh, I'll get back to it in a minute. Man, I need, I need to take a break anyway, because I need to find out something. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to let y'all, uh, listen in if I can find my, uh, or I want y'all to listen to this lady because, this lady's from Indiana, and I got this actually off of Atheist 
uh, YouTube channel. I didn't know it at first until I started listening to her, but uh, they kind of ragged her out. But I want to find out where she's from and what, what, what YouTube channel she's actually, her own YouTube channel. <clears throat> uh, and she is preaching. She's just, she just going off. And I feel her. I feel how she feels. I know how she feels. But before that, I'm gonna listen. To, we're gonna listen to Anonymous, and then I'm gonna find her. I'll be right back. Hello, citizens of the United States. This is a formal warning. The collapse of your country is imminent. American citizens need to stock up on water, food, medical supplies and most importantly, arm themselves. The United States is teetering on the edge of financial ruin and the downgrade of your debt is inevitable. You are going up to $16 trillion in debt very soon, and it's going to be a lot higher than that by the end of 2016. When you have debt in the 21 to 22 trillions, you are talking about a downgrade no matter how you cut it. Ballooning debt and a credit downgrade aren't the only worries for your country. The official unemployment rate isn't a real number. The real figure is closer to 15 to 16 percent, and some economists believe the rate to be as high as 21 percent. According to economic projections, starting as soon as next year, you will see a 50 percent unemployment rate, a 90 percent stock market drop, and 100 percent annual inflation. So this is a wake-up call for those unprepared, or unwilling, to acknowledge an ugly truth, your country's financial rescue device in Washington has failed miserably. The United States will soon be entering another Great Depression. And only a small percentage of you are prepared for that to happen. The truth is that the majority of Americans won't last longer than a month on what they have stored in their homes. Most of you are used to going to supermarkets for what you need. You need to consider what would happen if you were suddenly not able to do that. All it would take for the entire United States to resemble New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina would be for a major war, a terror attack, a deadly pandemic or a massive natural disaster to strike at just the right time and push the teetering U.S. economy over the edge. The impending disaster will most likely come in the form of a false flag during the Jade Helm exercises. Once you stop listening to the mainstream media lies, you should be able to see very clearly that your society is more vulnerable now than it has ever been. We have a world that is full of lunatics in positions of power, and when one of them decides to set off a nuclear, chemical or biological weapon in a major city it will paralyze that entire region. War could erupt in the Middle East at literally any moment, and when it does, the price of oil will double or triple, at least and most of the entire world will be forced into the conflict. In addition, there is the constant threat that the outbreak of a major viral pandemic will kill tens of millions of people around the globe and paralyze the economies of the world. But even without all of that, the truth is that the United States economy is going to collapse. So just think of what will happen if one, or more, of those disasters does happen on top of all the economic problems that you are having. Keeping all of this in mind, Jade Helm 15 looks less like a drill and more like the preparation for the inevitable collapse and chaos facing the United States.
23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prosperity Zone on Box Talk Radio. October 30th, 1991. President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcternan.name. This next announcement is serious news, and you won't hear it in the mainstream media. We are living in an age full of catastrophic events, and it's getting worse. But before we go on, remember this website, highgrounds.us. In the past two decades, natural disasters have increased by 800% within the U.S. alone. Cataclysms like Hurricane Katrina killed and displaced thousands because they were not prepared. And the 2008 economic collapse could happen again, but be much, much worse. So type this into your web browser, highgrounds.us. Highgrounds.us is your complete source for family survival necessities. You'll find food and water with a shelf life of 25 to 30 years, plus tents, portable containers, light, heat, first aid, and much more. Go to our website, highgrounds.us, or call 1-888-202-9094. Place your order now and be prepared. That's H-I-G-H, highgrounds.us. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Highgrounds.us. I can't escape it. 
It says man's hearts are selling them for fear, looking upon the things that are coming upon the earth. Now, right here, this could be illustrating the end of the of somewhere in the middle or at the end. And it also can be explaining prior to the tribulation period begins. And there are some clues that something's going to happen prior to or in the next coming weeks or months or years. My best guess is I, I'm a two, I, I'm I'm looking at 2015 deeply, and I've always believed. If you listen to some of my prior shows, I didn't really preach it as much. I wish I would have, but that there would be a small window of things happening, a small window like two, three weeks, four weeks, and I've said that plenty of times, and no one caught on. I. I didn't do enough shows and I didn't do enough videos to even tweak and, and perfect in in the spirit, you know, a lot of the things that I was doing. So, you know, I wish I would have. But I, from the audience I do have, I'm, I appreciate y'all for listening. But, see, God is going to judge this world really quickly. And even if you look at it on the New World Order side of the deal or the Bilderbergers or the Illuminati, these people want to shock the world into going into a one-world government. They're not going to do it longer. It's not going to take longer. And what I told my wife was I told her, because I, I was looking at the spring feast, and I understood that Jesus Christ's first coming was in the spring, and then going into the summer, of course, Pentecost. <clears throat> and then I told her, whatever year it happens, it's going to start off gradually in January, and it's going to work itself up into spring. And then spring, you're going to start seeing big subjects come out, big events. But the events are going to, you still can argue them away. As a matter of fact, you're going to be able to argue that we're in the end times all the way up until the rapture of the church. In other words, you're not going to see it coming if you're not aware. Now, if you see this day approaching, you're going to see it. You're going to you're going to know it's coming because we are watchmen. We are people who are interested in Bible prophecy. And it says in Luke 21. And I'm sorry to keep reading this, but this is this makes this is a big deal right here, folks. It says in Luke 21:34. It says, "And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts." be overcharged with surfeiting, with drunkenness, and the cares of this life, and so that that day come upon you on the words. For as a snare shall it come upon all them that dwell upon the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore. Now you watching, because the rest of the world's not watching, and the rest, some, a lot of the church and the I can cover some of the stuff that, that that happens in my church. You probably say, well, you need to get out of your church. Well, I'm going to stay in my church because time is short. Now, my, my, my pastor did talk about end times. He doesn't talk about it all the time. Am I clearing him? No. Matter of fact, he even said people come up to him and say, why don't you talk about Bible prophecy more? And I asked why. Um. And to me, I don't think there's uh, – actually, there is a church, Calvary Chapel, that does talk about Bible prophecy. 
many many of y'all were that. Um, I didn't want to take my kids, shank my kids out of this church again and then take them back to Calvary Chapel, which Calvary Chapel is a great church. But I think my pastor does enough. Um, but should he be ringing the bells a lot? I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, folks. I don't think, I, I mean, maybe I should repent and take just yank my kids out of there. But I don't I don't look at stuff like Tourette syndrome type of thing. I, I need to pray about it. Uh, I think time's too short to even yank anybody out of there uh, and go back to someone. That, I mean, to me, I, I know, and maybe that's why I'm there. I had to tell my Bible study class that they we were talking about our kids and stuff, and then I was telling them, well, this is during the Bible study. You know, we have a lot of people in the room, and we're like, and I'm like, um, well, God was talking about how um, the Pharisees, Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and says, you see the clouds, you see the sky, and it's pink, and you say there's storms coming. And says, and you still can't tell what what time it is right now, which the Messiah is standing right in front of you. So maybe I'm there for that purpose because I've I've already told I've even had a brother come in. He's always hugged, he's always he's always spoke to me. He's always treated me with respect. He's one of the ushers, and every time he sees me, he lights up. He sees my wife, my family, he lights up. But he came to me and he was red, and I was like, "What's wrong, man?" And he was like, "Well, I'm tired of coming to church and no one's just speaking and just everybody's acting." You know, and I had told him, I said, man, do you understand that the, we're, we're, we're in the end times? And there's going to be people, churches that are left, their members are left behind. Um, let me see if I can find this one article that I had. And I keep messing with the articles. I have a good article up and I just keep um, taking it down. But anyway, let me read this one by Greg Laurie and hopefully I'll run into the other one. It says, Mega Church Pastor Greg Laurie says, Rapture Next Event on end-time prophetic clock or calendar. Uh, Greg, Greg Glory, I've been listening to him for a few years now, and he's, um, he's uh, I already had a window open for Greg Glory. It says, uh, Pastor Greg Glory of California Harvest Mega Church told the congregation in a special message series on future events that as foreshock of Armageddon, which is a mirror, it's kind of like a shadow of Armageddon. We're we're witnessing that. Um, the rapture of the church could be the next event. Um, it says, in the world we are witnessing what can be seen as foreshocks of Armageddon. According to Matthew 24, Lori said in his message last Sunday, part of the series called Antichrist American Armageddon. Many people think the Pope is the false prophet and Barack Obama is the Antichrist. I I don't believe that. I believe that the church has to be moved out of the way first, and then that man of sin will be revealed, the one who sits in the temple and calls himself God. The Bible even puts it that way in Thessalonians. He says, now you know without it withhold him. Only he who will let will let until he took it out of the way, and that is the Holy Spirit. People say, well, I don't know what it is. Is it the angel? Is it is it the devil? Why would the devil divide himself against the devil? Why would the devil? Just ask us. Sometimes we just need to be a little smart, a little wise. 
Why would the devil hold back the devil? And then if it's an angel, why would the angel hold back the Antichrist when it's part of God's time schedule? Now, look, folks, when you you read Revelations 13, you have the first beast who is the Antichrist. Then after him, a second beast. Unless you can get the first beast correct, you're not going to get the second beast correct. So in other words, as long as Obama... As long as you can't, you cannot find the Antichrist on the scene. He is nowhere to be seen. If you can find the Antichrist, you've been left behind. The Antichrist is not the Greece president, evidently, as we see right now. He's nowhere to be seen. The organization that's going to create the Antichrist is nowhere to be seen. Actually, it is. It's the, it's the, it's the European Union, yeah. But it's also the Mediterranean Union, which I believe the Antichrist will come from that region. In other words, uh, the Antichrist will come from Nikolai Sarkozy's Mediterranean Union rather than just the European Union. You see the European Union from the crash. And then they're going to come back and say, well, Nikolai Sarkozy started this organization in the Mediterranean. Let's use that. Then that way we can turn it into a global empire. And they probably come back with another name. But it's going to be a great empire, and it's going to be 10 regions. Not 10 countries, which don't make any sense. 10 regions to cover the old Roman Empire. And this will encompass the whole Roman Empire. So, with that being said, it's going to come overnight. So otherwise, after after the rapture of the church, this empire is going to rise. It might even rise just before. The Antichrist might be here just before. But the Bible says he comes from among them, which is that organization that will produce the Antichrist. It is also for all you Europeaners who want the European Union to be the beast. It is the beast. I didn't say it wasn't. It's just part of it. Now, the Antichrist could run out, he could run the, 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 the organization out of Europe as well. So he can come from the Middle East and go into Europe and run it. I don't know. There's also going to be another country that's called the New Babylon, which I don't think is the United States. It's not New York. The Mystery Babylon. I believe it's one of the newer cities. They buy or... Or there's another city, I forgot the name of it, got a bad memory, but it's a beautiful city. Somebody has a picture of it. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Anyway, let me let me read a few more things. It says, look, um, this is the um, article about the mark of the beast. It says, look, mom, I microchipped. Boy 15 injects himself with a tiny controller that can operate his mobile phone, unlock doors, and even hand out business cards. Wow. And it's the same when he's holding up the needle. That's why I wish I had a share screen. When he's holding up the needle, it's the same needle that this individual was using in this company that was putting in the chip in somebody's hand. So he's already ready to go. He has it on his left hand, though, fortunately. If you're going to test this thing, you need to test it on your left hand. They'll be testing it on your right hand. I, I suggest you don't do it at all. I was just kidding. 
But if you're going to be one of these guys, one of these people, individuals, I was going to call them fools, but God told me not to. If you're going to be one of these people, you need to use your left hand just in case. I would. Blessed is the country, the company who asked their employees to use their left hand rather than their right. And I always check when every time I see a picture on, on, uh, on, um, online, I would look for the right hand or the left hand. Uh, and I, I find it kind of strange, but anyway, so we know that, um, they have found a special group, uh, the IDF has appointed a special team to plan Iran strike. <coughs> so we know that Russia sold um, Iran those missiles, and they're going to put them into play pretty soon. So Israel's running out of time. So they're going to have to move in there quickly. I'm pretty sure they have some spies watching the delivery of these uh, these things. So, yeah, they're probably going to plan a a a, a um, and it's gonna, you know, it's gonna come before September. So, my best guess is the ninth of off or somewhere around there, or something will happen where somebody else attacks somebody else, or some nuclear bomb goes off, or in a major city, some dirty bomb, and they track it back to Iran. That's my best guess. Um, they are talking about. Uh, well, you know, on the Fourth of July, they had these uh, these uh, units open up all across the United States. Uh, terror terror drill units, I guess that's what they call them. Anyway, there were pretty pretty much about a hundred of them, and they're going to be there to coordinate any attacks that happen. I think that was just a reason. The 4th of July was just used as a reason to plant these um, emergency units in place. So, and uh, I believe for a fact, I believe that we're going to see something happen in the near future. And Don't mark me wrong on this. I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we're going to see some things happen. We know we are. I mean, if it's not if we have in the past September and nothing happened, folks, hang in, hang in there. It, it, you know, hang in there. Pray for your fellow man. Pray for your family. But I, I, I just have a strong urgency that it's not going to let up. It's, it's on a speeding course. I wouldn't doubt by the middle of July, <coughs> this thing's going so fast that. We know that we know that we know. In the middle of August, we're probably going to know just by the speed of things. We know the churches are starting to get burned. Now they, if that if things start to slow down, then we we're going to have another year. But then that just somewhat destroys my theory that it's going to come as a snare. Uh, Luke twenty one thirty five. It's going to come as a snare. It's a it's a Surprise to the whole world. Men will be eating and drinking and giving in marriage. So my best guess is things are going to be happening, but to a rate that life still goes on. In other words, especially for the United States, in other words, people are still going to be carrying on life as usual. So it has to be. Now, we're going off the time clock, and if, if it's this year, 
which I do believe it is, but it could go on another year too. But if it's this year, I'm looking at the third, the, the the last, the middle week in September. Actually, before that, probably around September 11th, where things start to get kind of bad. And but I'm looking for after September 15th for things to get really bad. So bad it's unbearable. So people say, well, what happens if nothing happens? I say hang in there. We've done that before. Hang in there. I'm not saying nothing's going to happen. I'm saying I believe that something's going to happen. There are too many signals. You got four blood moons. You got... A blood moon is just was thrown in there from the same sex marriage thing. You have uh, the star of Bethlehem, and I went outside to see that, and it was beautiful. But it looks like I wouldn't doubt if that was the same thing, the <clears throat> same anomaly that we had. 2,000 years ago, which is a sign in the sun, moon, and the stars. It's still a, it's a sign. We have a, um eclipse on September 13th, which is the end of the Smita, and somewhat close to the beginning of the Jubilee, um, yet to the Jubilee, but it's also the beginning of Rosh Hashanah. You can make this stuff up, folks. Now, here's the Bilderberger. They had a meeting in June, and here's their list. It says artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, chemical weapons threat, economic, uh, current economic issues, European strategies, globalization, Greece, Iran, Middle East, NATO, Russia, ter- terrorism, United Kingdom, USA, U.S. elections. <coughs> Just off that list alone, because last year's list was very small. This year's list is humongous. And um, I can take from that list that we, we're going to see a a move towards globalization, which um, I believe that will be a world government after the rapture of the church and the tribulation period begins. Uh, the Middle East, of course, probably sometime, in, if it's this year, July, we're gonna see some something happen July, August. Uh, Russia, of course, Ezekiel thirty-eight, thirty-nine. I believe myself. Some people say you're guessing, you're you're, you're date setting. I'm not date setting. I'm just telling you. I've always believed Russia will invade Israel on a holiday. So the Ezekiel thirty-eight, thirty-nine will be a Jewish holiday, which I'm betting it is Rosh Hashanah. Terrorism. I think these terrorist cells are going to open up across the the world, across the United States, and we're not only going to have what was done uh, to the church and and, and one one person going in and shooting nine people, which still could have been an inside job. Uh, NATO, of course, NATO is setting their military up, and just like the video, the audio you heard earlier. it looks like Russia is sitting at the coast of the United States and getting ready to defend Texas. 
should we do more research to see if that's totally true? I think we should. And, um, I think we should do research on that um, and see what's going on because if that's true, then that makes a lot of sense that Russia, uh, Russia will invade, and that's the, a good reason to invade. Now, I still think it, the Russian president and the United States president is working on the same team just because of the uh, thing he whispered in um, the the prime minister's ear. He's like, uh, we're going to be able to do that when I get reelected. I'm like, what are you talking about? Speak up. Well, anyway, uh, let's finish up here. Okay, so <laughs> there was... Let me let me play this lady. Um, they call it ranting. I call it preaching. It was on the atheist website. And I wasn't going to try to find her anywhere else, but I will hope she's. Um, I hope we can find her. She's. I like. She was so angry. She was mispronouncing words. She was angry. I mean, she was not angry, but she was bold. Um, I I could say mad. Mad at sin, mad at mad at the devil, mad at the church, because we are lukewarm. We have a many lukewarm people. We have churches that are selling out to the homosexual agenda. My pastor, um, my my mentor, I call him Pastor Noel. He was talking to his son-in-law, which is my pastor, and he was saying, well, if the same-sex marriage people come into your church, would you marry them? He says, no. He said, and that is the testing that we're going to be facing in the near future in a couple of weeks, in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I, I do believe that the church is going to be out of here pretty soon. So uh, hold hold on, folks, and look, keep looking up. But anyway, let's listen to this lady. I'm cleaning, and this is a really sad day for me today. And it's a very sad day for a lot of Christ followers, because today our government decided that everything that God created his church to be, as man, as woman, Adam and Eve, five justices decided that God was wrong. And now, now is the time that Christians have a voice. You know, I hear a lot of people say, you know, you Christians, you know, you're not into the times. You're not, you're not into times. You know, you better get, it's 2015. God did not change. His word is truth. Your word isn't truth. My word isn't truth. God's word is truth. And God says that marriage is between a man and a woman. I don't care if you think I'm judging you. The fact is, the God of the universe, He is the truth. Jesus Christ, not Muhammad, okay? It's just like these Islamic extremists, extremists, okay? They're not just extremists. They're Islamic, President Obama, Islamic extremists. I am 
so sick of people being lukewarm. Are you serious? All these people saying they're Christians and are on the Facebook going, yay, I'm so proud of those justice. Are you a Christian? Oh, my gosh, do you read the same Bible I read? Okay, all I want to know is truth. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think about my opinion. Because you know what? I could really care less. I don't care if you're my Facebook friend. But Christians are a little Christ. Those are people that follow Christ. That means we don't. We believe that when babies are born, when they're conceived, it said Jesus said, I knew you before you were conceived. That means that they are not to be aborted, okay? It means that a man and a wife are to be married, Okay? That's what God said. I'm telling you what God said. Now, if you don't want to like me, but I'm telling you what the God of Abraham, Jacob, had said, and he said that because of your sinfulness, he came to die on a cross because of you, the very people that are just like spitting him in his face right now. He loved you so much that he died the sinner's death. No, someone's got to pay for our sin. He did it on the cross for you. Now is the day that you accept him as Lord and Savior and you ask for forgiveness and tell him, Lord, I made a mess of my life and I need you. Please, Christians, please make a stand. Make a stand for what you believe in. Don't just sit there and say you don't care. Oh, dear Jesus in heaven, I just pray that these people wake up, Lord, that they see that our nation, the very men that made our Constitution, they were believing, they believed in you as Lord and Savior. These men did not expect our country to have this happen. I just pray that you forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Help us, Lord, help us. To, the people that are Christians, help us be strong in the midst of this battle, Lord. I just pray this in Jesus' name. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you guys.
light of Christ coming back, how do we prepare? Well, the lady came to uh, Jesus at the well. He was sitting at the well, and she started talking to him, and he kind of caught on what she was saying, and he said that you must worship God in spirit and in truth. The ten virgins, five had oil, five did not. What does this mean? For in my life, I need to move and walk with the Lord on a moment-by-moment basis. Some people might say, well, that's pushing it too much. You don't have to. I'm not saying you walk around saying Jesus, 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 Jesus all day long. I'm saying you have the heart that says Jesus, 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 Jesus all day long. You have confidence and trust in the Lord. You put him first. He's your everything. And then you'll be rapture ready. It says... um, in Revelations 3:10, because thou hast kept the word of my patience, the word we have to like that sentence kind of it's kind of weird sentence because it makes you kind of look at being patient with God. That's not what it's saying. That because thou hast kept the word. Okay, just stop there. And then it says in. Um, Luke 21, it says, uh, by, you, by your patience possessing your soul, that's for every time period, from, Ad, from Adam and Eve all the way up, by your patience possessing your soul. Sometimes the things of the world can become so attractive. Sometimes the, the world can be so attractive that... Um, you're willing to compromise to get a taste of that attraction. But see, God wants you through your patience, obey him. And we need to obey God at every moment. Add to your faith, knowledge, and to your knowledge, temperance, and to your temper. Well, it's not in that order, but... I, I understand what that means. I first I when I first read Peter, I think it's Peter, um it says add to your patience, you know, add to your knowledge patience and to your patience. Um let's see. It says in 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 the in second Peter one verse five says, And besides these give all diligence add to your faith virtue. Virtue means goodness. You you have you have uh, understanding of value. Your value system understands goodness from evil, but you you elect to choose goodness. So to add to your faith good good not just say goodness, but it's virtue and to virtue knowledge. So when you have faith, you add moral standards to your faith. Then you add knowledge, which is to the knowledge of God. You want to get to know Jesus Christ. You want to know the Lord more. And then you add to knowledge temperance, which is self-control. 
Now, the Holy Spirit will give you power beyond measure to stop sinning. Remember when Jesus said, "If you willing, if you don't, if you're not willing to poke, uh, to poke out your eye or, or chop off your hand, it, it says you got that's how important it is." And see, when people overlook that and they don't teach their members that that it's that much important that you stop practicing sin. Now, I didn't say sin. Sinning, I said practicing sin. Everybody's going to sin, but to practice sin. David said to the Lord, keep me from presumptuous sins, presuming that you're going to forgive me each time, which he is. But he wanted to be kept from that because he wanted to stop sinning. And see, when the church is unhealthy, and the Laodicean church is so unhealthy, they don't teach against sin, they don't teach against Hell, I mean, they don't teach about hell. They don't teach about heaven, barely. They don't teach about walking with the Lord. They don't teach about living right, uh, living righteously. Because add to your temper is patience. Because patience, godliness, God-likeness. We all walk around. We should be walking around in the image of the likeness of Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. But, and then brother, brother the kindness and then charity. These are the last days of the last days. These are the last moments of the last moments. We have to get ready. Remember the 10 versions, five had oil, five didn't. Do you have oil in your lamp? If you don't know Jesus today, get to know him. Give your life, surrender your life to him before it's too late. I just had a cousin who passed away, and that was the coolest guy, one of the coolest guys I knew, <laughs> but uh, he just passed away. I don't know for sure what he passed away for. I'm not going to be able to make the funeral, but um, I pray for his family. I pray for my family, That's which is my family, it's his family, it's my family. But um, you never know when life is going to hit you, when death is going to hit you. You don't know. So we need to be prepared. Sometimes we feel like outsiders because we say we're Christians and people, we, we make our own selves feel like outsiders. But we have a message of life. We have the message of life. It's a hot day outside up here in Spokane, Washington. I'm pretty sure many of y'all across the country and across the world living in hot spots as well. But every time I go outside and it's so hot, I have to look down. <laughs> I think of hell. That's not a good thing. Go think of positive stuff. It is positive. I think of me not wanting to go there and how many, how much I don't want any other body, any, anybody else to go there. Hell is hot. Lord Jesus, we thank you this day for this opportunity to come before you. God, we praise you and we thank you. We thank you for 4th of July and another day. Um, 
we just praise you. We thank you so much, God. We we pray that for this country, we pray for this country economically. We pray for this country uh, morally. But mainly we pray, Father God, that people will be ready for your coming, God. We pray that people would understand the signs of the times, Lord, that you would open up the eyes of men in this country that they can see the trouble ahead, Father, and repent and come to you, Father. You know, this is a small radio program. It's not big, but I pray that you, through me, God, will speak to one person, two people, five people, ten a hundred, thousand, two thousand, five thousand, seven thousand, whatever, God, the number. This is one person at a time, Father. And we thank you so much for this opportunity to be on Blog Talk Radio. And we just pray that we can be used to get ready, get people ready for your coming. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. Jesus is coming soon. I tell you all to keep, keep looking up. Take this seriously. Take this warning seriously. I don't do very many shows. I'm at three, three, three hundred, uh, almost four hundred thousand listens. But if I'd have been doing two shows all the time, I would have well surpassed a million. But that's not the pro- The point. The point is, is one person at a time. I still got two months left or two months in a year, two months in two years. I don't know. But I, I understand that it is a timed event. I know some of y'all are going to get mad, but it is a timed event. We can have two months. We can very well have two months left. In, or we can very well well have two months in one year. My best guess is hold on to your seatbelts. These next couple of months are going to be some bumpy rides. And when you see, I, I, I really strongly suggest going out and get some food for your family for at least one month. If the rapture happens and one person's left in the house, two people left in the house, <coughs> or if nobody left in the house, somebody can break in and get your stuff out. That's okay with me. You can break in and get all my computers and pawn them. I'm good. I'll be in heaven. My goal is to make it out of here regardless if Jesus Christ comes back today or tomorrow or five weeks from here or five years from here. My goal is to make it. But who are we kidding? He's not coming back in five years. It's quick. And the way I know is that God will not do anything unless he warns his prophets and people first. And he's already done that with dreams and visions and everything else to boot. So, once again, if you don't know Jesus, open your heart to him today while there's still time. The Lord be with all y'all. The Lord be with y'all. And y'all, we're blessed to have gotten over for July without anything happening. I kind of knew nothing was going to happen. I believe it was a setup to set up those stations across the United States so they can manage uh, the terror attacks that's going to be happening later on this month or maybe next month. But my best guess is look for J. Ham. Look for on uh, the ninth of all. Pray for your nation. The ninth of all is actually the 25th and 26th, I think, of July. <laughs> 
It's coming, folks. It's coming. Let's pray. Let's read your word. Let's believe God. Let's stop playing around. Stop playing around, folks. Please stop playing. Um, Don't get discouraged if people don't believe you. Don't get discouraged if somebody don't believe you, man. Please. God bless y'all. And um, I'll I'll do a show tomorrow. My family is out of town, so I'm gonna try to do another show, another show on Monday, maybe another show on Tuesday. It's hard to do shows with my kids. Uh, I found this new software. Of course, actually, it's old software that can block out back background noise, so that's a blessing as well. So I, I am blessed with that. Believe me, you. So see y'all later. I, I'm probably gonna do a show tomorrow. It's mostly gonna be of the gospel without Bible prophecy to get people ready. And see you tomorrow. Bye. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on The Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus. God bless. Have a great night. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.